What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Gold Standard Podcast on the Gold Standard Podcast Network. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. He is Levin Black. We are here in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, where the Niners organization got some good news tonight, Levin. Yeah, hopefully just the start of good news this week, right? Absolutely. Christian McCaffrey is your 2023 Offensive Player of the Year, and congratulations to Patrick Willis, who is now going to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, we we might have to try to plan a trip, Rob. It's true. Might have to plan a trip. Get out there and celebrate. I don't live too far from there, but, you know, Patrick Willis is part of, like, our coming-of-age era, right? That's when we were in college. Shortly after college, that's when he played. So that's, you know, he kind of holds a, a spot there that's different than the others. Unbelievable player. Well-deserved. Had been a finalist, I think, uh, two other times. Should have been a finalist once. Right. And then I mean, right in. Yeah, he really deserved to get in right away. But congratulations to both of those players. Fantastic news, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, I'm sure Patrick is, is celebrating right now. But if you happen to catch the stream, Patrick, congratulations. Yeah, if you catch the catch the stream comment we'll send you a link you can come on with us there you go right i'm sure take time out of you know one of the best days of your life to come on with us on our show in vegas uh today was a crazy day in las vegas for us Levin. we were running around we were on radio row at seven o'clock this morning mm-hmm. and basically had an interview by 7 15 michael jr this way we were on radio row we left the hotel room for Radio World 13 hours ago. So. <laughs> oh, man, it's been a grind. Yeah, but... and now we got to do this show and talk to all our people right. before we can go eat. So we make sacrifices for all of you. Yes. Do you see this body? You guys can actually see me below the chest. Do you see this body? It's a great sacrifice for me to wait. Well, okay. I'm sorry. that. You're... <laughs> well, thank you for your service. Um one crazy thing happened at the award show that I don't understand. You're going to have to explain to me, which we'll talk about in a minute. But before we get there, I just want to give a special shout out to Community Tree Service LLC, our YouTube channel partners. Thank you so much to everybody there. We love having you as friends of the show. And they can be your friend, too. They will be a friend to you and to your yard. They do it all. Tree trimming, land clearing, hazard tree removal, home fire hardening, debris removal from the Central Coast up to the Bay Area. Community Tree Service LLC will take care of you. So give them a call. And estimates are free, by the way. 831-763-2391. You can email estimating at cts831.com or visit their website, communitytree.com. If you tell them we sent you and that you're a Niner fan, you get $200 off your quote. You can't afford not to do it. So again, communitytree.com. Go check them out and you can feel good about them because they are licensed by the California State License Board. License number 1100811. Six. I feel like you were going to say something the entire time I was doing that. What do you want to say? What is so important that you needed to interrupt my flow and my concentration? I didn't interrupt crap. That's all on you if you think I was about to interrupt. I know to keep my mouth shut when you're reading something for somebody that pays us money. (laughs) (laughs) I I literally had nothing to say. So if you thought I had something to say and that interrupted your flow, Something's wrong with your flow, and it's a you problem. It was messing with my brain, I'll tell you that. Uh, John Veen, YouTube channel member. Shout out to you, John. Thank you very much. And all our YouTube channel members, John says, Levin, how was it meeting Drew Brees, who we did talk to today? That is up on the YouTube channel. It's available for podcast download as well. Go check that out. Not now. <laughs> I guess I've become that guy. This is our time. There you go. So answer John's question. What was it like meeting Drew Brees? It, it was what i wanted <laughs> it was we sh- we shook hands i told him i was from west lafayette i uh, had season tickets and then uh we're that was as we're walking to the spot so that rob could record his interview and then uh, i got a picture afterwards which i don't think i actually posted to twitter nope uh, i posted it to my own personal facebook so my uh family and friends back home uh where purdue university is can all be jealous i did not put it on twitter uh mainly because i had my media badge on so I deleted it for the Facebook picture, but it's not perfect. I didn't want to put it up on Twitter because of that, but because also nobody really cares to see me standing next to Drew Brees. Well, <laughs> people, yeah, for people that don't know, you're not supposed to put pictures of your credential online mm-hmm. because they're worried about people essentially counterfeiting them and yeah. getting into places they're not supposed to be. So you have to be very careful. The league actually monitors social media accounts of people that have been credentialed. Right. 
So it's like it's yeah. a legit thing. That's that why I went through watch. the trouble of like covering it up, but you know, it's not it's not exactly a professional looking photo because there's just like a random spot missing from the photo. <laughs> yeah, it looks weird, but you're in it, so it also looks weird for that reason. I don't know why I'm friends with you on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um so let's focus on Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, an incredible season. Most touchdowns by any 49er in a single season since Jerry Rice, when Jerry Rice absolutely lost his mind in 1987. I think he, uh, Christian McCaffrey, has a legit argument for MVP. I don't think he's going to win it, but I, to me, it just reinforces that they need to rely on McCaffrey. Like he's the whole, you know, the one that brung you, so to speak, and they better do that on Sunday. I, I actually think if Christian McCaffrey had gotten that last game and a half, you know, because he got a little bit banged up in the in the last game that he did play. And then he sat out the last week. If he had played both of those and put up the stats that he had been putting up all season, I think he probably would have won MVP. I don't think he's going to now, but if he had done that, he would have gotten, you know, he would have uh, gotten the franchise record for scrimmage yards. He would have gotten up until maybe even the top five for best all-time scrimmage yard seasons in NFL history. He probably would have gotten to 25, 26 yep. touchdowns. And this is a year where no quarterback put up. Like Lamar Jackson's about to get MVP or MVP probably. He didn't even get 30 touchdowns. Wow. Right? So this is like the year for a running back. The problem is Christian McCaffrey missed the last game and a half, so his numbers didn't quite get into that. All right, this is a, a season that you can make an argument for being one of the best there's ever been. The NFL is not televising the awards right here now. live here. like we're in vegas we we cannot watch the awards on television yeah. right I, now. I don't know what their decision was uh, i can only assume that they wanted it to air in prime time in every market so they're delaying it here um which is just a really stupid decision <laughs> that's like saying we're going to delay the airing of the super bowl so that everybody watches it in prime time no that's not how it works when it's literally some of the biggest news of the year for the NFL, who wins MVP, who wins rookie of the year, who's in the hall of fame. Those things are going to be put out instantly, right? No matter what. So you can't delay it. I don't know what they were choosing, but that's what they had to have done because I have YouTube TV, which means I can watch it anywhere. Mm -hmm. I logged into it. I can still access my local TV channels back in Pittsburgh. You know, because even if you're traveling, you, you, the channels that you get for local channels, the local networks, CBS, ABC, Fox, don't necessarily change from your local market. Right. I clicked the CBS feed, which is supposed to be airing it for Pittsburgh, and it said this is blocked in the area that you're currently in. Oh, so track your location. That is mm -hmm. wild. By the way, Lamar Jackson just won his second MVP award. He was mm -hmm. one vote away from winning his second unanimous MVP oh, wow. award. I wonder who got the other one. Josh Allen received the oh, other really? vote. So Lamar got 49 first place votes. Josh Allen got the other. If so, I were to vote, I probably would have voted Josh Allen, honestly. I I mean, Josh Allen was absolutely ridiculous this year. I mean, he had the most touchdowns by a, a wide margin. He's the only quarterback to ever have 40 touchdowns three years in a row. Yeah. Ever. Peyton Manning didn't do it. Tom Brady. Like, that's insane. Drew Brees. Should mention him. You just, yeah. you know, interviewed him. True. You just want Drew Brees to get more love because exactly. you are such a Drew Brees fanboy. <laughs> he was Levin has been talking about the Drew Brees interview ever since I yeah, I don't yeah. know if I told you we booked him. I just no, put him on the you grid. didn't, you jerk. You literally <laughs> sent me the schedule of interviews and I loaded to see like what's on our schedule. And there's Drew Brees sitting there on Thursday. And I'm like, is he effing with me right now or not? <laughs> so I text him. I'm like, is Drew Brees like a real confirmed thing or what is this? <laughs> uh so somebody says, I'm a couple hours north of Vegas in St. George, Utah. NFL awards are on TV. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I looked on my YouTube TV and there was nowhere to watch it. I don't know. I it wasn't on NFL Network either. Right. It, like locally here, like it's supposed to be. They were showing a, uh, like, I can't remember. It's one of their common shows, but it was Inside like, just a, yeah, it was just like a replay of a common show. But I could see my back home Pittsburgh options. And it was on in the Pittsburgh area for NFL Network. I just can't watch it because I'm here. Wedge Antilles says, Lamar getting the MVP is like saying, you're the best of what's left. <laughs> well, that's what the MVP was this year, let's be honest. Weird year, but you know what? I'd rather have the Niners in the Super Bowl than worry about whether or not Brock Purdy won the MVP. I mean, he could have done both, for the record, but... Uh, 
Well, he could still have an MVP to come this That's year. true. He could have Super Bowl MVP. Speaking of Super Bowl MVPs, by the way, something happened to me today that really has not happened to me since I got into the sports media business, which is <laughs> I was starstruck today on Radio Row. Thursday and Friday on Radio Row, it's it's like a different world because there are so I, many I really people. don't know why you're starstruck. You've seen me now four days in a row. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> there are people on Radio Row. Like Wednesday, there are people there, and, and you see athletes and stuff. But Thursday and Friday, there's like famous people from sports, but also famous people from all walks of life. They're everywhere. We're walking out of Radio Row at one point today, and Eleven and I both look, and someone is like going to intercept us in our yeah. path like we had to stop walking or we were going yeah to they're coming from the left we're coming from the right but we all have to convene to this one doorway to get out of radio row so we're gonna have to make room either we give in or they give in and i get the elbow from levin just gives me a little elbow and says is that who i think it is and i said yep and who it was was four times super bowl champion joe montana walked right past us like if i wanted yeah. to i could have all i had to do was keep walking and i would have sacked joe montana oh you you were literally almost shoulder to shoulder with him you could have potentially tried to get like a handshake but you probably would have been tackled by his people because yeah. he definitely had like a group of people like he was boarded on all sides except <laughs> for where we were yep but yeah uh he he definitely like has, has protectors put it that way and i just like a big smile just came across my face like it was yeah. involuntary i just saw i was like oh my god that's joe freaking montana and because i didn't even hear that he was going to be on radio row so yeah. like it wasn't like in somewhere in my brain i was expecting it it was just like not only is joe montana in the same building as i'm in he's basically shoulder to shoulder with me it, it was a different day put it that way than what the previous <laughs> days were because that wasn't the only super bowl mvp we saw you interviewed a super bowl mvp drew Brees. Yes. kurt warner was there we saw kurt warner deon sanders came by uh, which oh, his, his entourage was insane. It was, it was the entire width of the the row that we were in, and they weren't budging. We had to like <laughs> dive bomb out of where we we were standing in place, but they weren't going to move around us. Oh, I should have just stayed and seen. And what they were like, like so. Joe Montana, he had what probably four or five yeah, handlers with him. Dion had like fifteen people with him. Yeah, it was. Dion, and then they were Sorry, like coach Dion. They were eight wide too. Like it was unbelievable. They just took over the whole thing. Uh Niner Empire 101 says, How tall was Joe Montana? Hard to tell. He yeah. he slouches. He was days. a little kind of hunched over a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know how tall. And he's you know, he's getting up there. So I, I would, lost put, a little couple inches. I would say he was probably pretty equal to, to me in height, and he was slouched. Yeah. So he, he's if he stood up straight, six two, six three, which you know, that's backed up by what he what he was reported as. Wet Blanket's wife says Rob almost lost his media pass touching Joe Montana. I mean, look, I had a boss back in the day that famously said you could do anything once. Yeah, I I could have if I wanted to, but it would have been the end of me. End yeah, of I, I can only imagine them calling in and being, hey, this guy, you know, broke, not necessarily protocol, but crossed the line. And they go, well, who's his name? And they go, Robert Guerrero. And they're like, that's the guy that tried to steal a table. <laughs> yeah, he was already on the list. <laughs> Stephen Duckett, YouTube channel member, says, so happy for you guys. Thank you, Stephen. We appreciate it. We got a lot of nice words uh, from everybody this week, from a lot of people, I should say. Yeah, we everybody. actually had some, like, random run-ins with people. They'd be like, oh, we watch you. We're, yeah. we're fans with you. And you People know. that work at the NFL Network, uh, yeah. for example. Like, we were coming out of the media party, and someone was like, Levin and Rob, right? And we were yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was a weird one. And uh, I, I feel so bad. Like, you don't remember his name. Well, we were both. We'd both, you know, it was the party. We weren't, we were very far from drunk, but we had both had a couple drinks and we were tired. It was yes. about hour 16 or so of that day. Yes. And the media party is literally about three levels of 200 yards long that you walk down and there's stuff everywhere. So it was like three hours of just strolling along and Rob taking every last little food item that was out <laughs> and and uh so we were tired we were ready to go and as we're walking out we we were intercepted somebody was a big fan of ours he's a producer for somebody and as soon as we finished i go shoot i forgot to note his name and rob goes crap i don't remember either my brain he told us to go find him in radio row i know and we can't because we, we couldn't remember my brain does this horrible thing where i meet someone 
and I look them right in the face. I always look mm-hmm. people in the eye and I give them a firm handshake. And then they say, I'm, and then my brain goes, oh, and the name immediately just goes in one ear out there. It's like my brain is like, oh, this is the least critical information. We don't need to remember this. I can never remember anybody's name. And we're all wearing our names on our media pass. But yeah. it's really conspicuous when you're talking to someone and all of a sudden you look down to see where the, their name yeah. is on the pass and then look back up. It's like everybody knows what you're doing. when you Yes, do that. exactly. So we're sorry that we can't remember. Your, I know he worked for Yahoo. I remember that. I, I remember him saying that. But then I was like, I, I don't know that I saw a Yahoo set. Yeah, I don't remember that either. Oh, by the way, thank you, Stephen Duckett, for the comment. YouTube channel member. If you'd like to become a YouTube channel member, it's less than three dollars a month. You get custom emojis, membership badges, priority comment response. So please, please do it. It's a great way to support the channel. Uh, Stephen Duckett also said, did you guys get something better than Subway to eat yet? I've not allowed him to eat Subway since the first two nights. <laughs> I've brought it up multiple times since then. Yeah, he's been like, every every time we go to eat, he goes, Subway? I mean, it's right there. It's right we there. We did find out that our hotel, so the food court we've been hitting up is Mandalay Bay's because it's you know right outside Radio Row. And we have actually walked out of our way a couple times to get back there from our hotel Luxor. They're they're connected, so we don't go outside or anything. But it's like a 10, 15-minute walk to get back to that food court. Well, where we were coming into our hotel and then going down a set of steps to get into the casino to where we can then get to our elevator, if we had walked 20 feet past those stairs where the hallway's still going and there's a couple stores, right around the corner was an identical food court for our hotel, it would only take two to three minutes for us to get to from our hotel instead of 15. But instead of a subway, they had all the same restaurants. Every single restaurant was the same, except for instead of subway, they had something called LA subs. So I've been telling him, if you want subway again, we're not getting subway. We're going to LA subs. <laughs> we'll see if that happens. <laughs> uh, the news of the night, of course, Patrick Willis making the hall of fame, Christian McCaffrey winning offensive player of the year. A PFF just put out a tweet. Patrick Willis is the highest graded linebacker yeah. in PFF history with a grade of 94.3 for his career, which is absolutely phenomenal. If you don't know Patrick Willis's story, he grew up in a home. He didn't always have running water. He grew up in very mm-hmm. difficult circumstances and he had to retire at 30 because of his feet, right? He had turto. Turto that never really improved. And he was just a, a force on the 49ers. If you Google, I think it's like Patrick Willis, Arizona Cardinals receiver, you can see a play where he chases down a wide receiver that's like 15 or 20 yards ahead of him. He chases yeah. him down and makes a tackle from behind. Just to give you an example of how amazing Patrick Willis was as a linebacker. Yeah, I mean... There was a period there that him, along with teammate Vernon Davis, who we saw today, actually almost ate lunch with him because he was in front of us in line to go in a restaurant randomly. I forgot about that. Yeah, and it it was hilarious because he's standing in line waiting for the hostess and a Raiders fan wearing a Derek Carr jersey, so not even a guy on their team anymore, walks up and asks for his autograph. It's like, you're a Raiders fan. You're asking for a Niner player's autograph. Then you overheard because the guy was only sitting two tables away later in the meal. The guy goes, oh, that's who he was, Vernon Davis. He had been on his phone to figure out who he had just gotten an interview or an autograph from. That was the worst part was that all of a sudden I heard him go, oh, Vernon Davis. I'm like, dude, you see, you just saw a guy. Like, did you just see a black guy and think he must have played in the NFL? Like, yeah. why I, would you I, get his autograph if you didn't know who he was? I, I don't know why he got the autograph. I mean, there are so many people here that are – football-sized people that I don't think played. Like, they might have played in college, but they're not an NFL player. And, I mean, we probably we, – we can't remember all their names, but we recognize the face. Yeah. Be like, oh, he played. Probably of, like, a large percentage of the people in that room. So we have a pretty good idea of who at least played in the NFL, even if they weren't some all-time great. And I would say it's like if you see somebody that's a big dude, 6'3", 6'4", and muscle-bound, in that room, it's maybe a 60% chance they actually played in the NFL. There's a lot of yeah. people that are just, they've been around football. When we were going to the restaurant, Vernon Davis was walking towards me. And he looked at me and I gave him like a, what's up? Like a head, you know, the head nod, the reverse yeah. head nod. I don't know why I did that. It's not like he knows me, even though I've interviewed him. Like he's not going to recognize me for some reason, like instinct kicked in. And I was just like, Hey, 
Yeah. He did not reciprocate. And then he told his handler, there's some weird guy over there. He's got a weird tick. I don't know if I want to eat here. (laughs) This person immediately (laughs) turned around and looked at me like, is this guy about to do something crazy? (laughs) Uh, Calm down, Vernon. All right. I was just saying hello. Chris Waddell, thank you so much for the super chat. Obviously, you guys seem to be having a blast this week, and I'm sure you can't wait for the game. I'm curious from a business perspective, has this week helped you guys get big enough? Maybe Levin can go full-time content guy, too. (laughs) Uh, That won't be happening anytime soon. Probably never, because I don't know, honestly, if I want to. Um, Unless it's very lucrative. Uh, But your $20 certainly helps. I can tell you that. (laughs) That's right. You're convincing Levin, one super chat at a time. the YouTube channel has been doing very well, uh, as you might imagine. Look, we've had great interviews all week long. There's an nope. I'm oh, supposed to bring the garbage boy. out to the end of the driveway. My bad. Oh boy, can we get a show in where you don't mess something up? Nope. It was your microphone last show, which you, everybody that you've talked to, has been mentioning. Yes, I know. The one time, like I feel like I'm pretty good <laughs> with the technical aspect of it, but I happen to mess that up. Um, now I lost my train of thought. What was like, oh, the Matt Barrows interview. So we talked with Matt Barrows today for a, yeah. probably 15 minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff in the interview. It's going to drop tomorrow on the YouTube channel. Or if you are a good as gold YouTube channel member, you can watch it right now. It's available to you. Um, or if you're not a member, you can spend $3, sign up, and then go watch yes, it. become a member. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that happened with the 49ers because they were very upset about the practice field that hasn't you know, I hadn't seen anywhere else. I didn't realize it, but Matt Barrows basically says the Niners, they were like a duck on the water, calm above the surface, below the water, furiously mad and feverish action. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it after like Barrows is such a good interview. Yes. It's really a funny juxtaposition because as a beat reporter, I think he's the best in the business at eliminating personal bias not having his, you know, personality show in his writing. You know, he, he just gives you what happened. And that's exactly what you should be as a beat reporter. But when you get an interview, because you've done it a couple times now, it's like, you know, you, you're suddenly getting his opinions and he has real opinions and he's willing to say what he thinks. And it, it's funny to me because, like, I, I've always known him all these years as this guy that's so good at eliminating his opinion from his writing and then i've seen these interviews that you have with him and it's like you know it's almost (laughs) off it's like whoa i'm not used to that i i really enjoyed chatting with him Uh, he had a lot of good info uh for example i'll just share this one nugget john york came to vegas early to personally inspect the practice field and he put on cleats and went out onto the field himself and was like inspecting it you know as a player would i thought that was pretty cool uh, Warlock, thank you for the super chat, says if the 49ers lose on Sunday, it would show that the way Kyle builds the team around the quarterback does not work. Should he trade for a better quarterback or continue to do the same thing, which is the definition of insanity? What quarterback? If you find a quarterback better than Brock Purdy, I guarantee the team that has him says, no, we're not trading him. And he's not going to be cheaper. If you no. find a quarterback that's better than Brock Purdy. You can't find a quarterback in the entire league that's cheaper. Right. Because he's at league minimal. That's what I'm saying. So it's there. That's part of that equation too. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think that if anything, Kyle's formula does work. They've been to the NFC Championship game in four of the last five years, and if they weren't horribly mangled by injury in 2020, it may have been five straight. Honestly. Or you know, gotten a holding call in 2019, yeah, right. they might have won a Super Bowl already. Like. In terms of playoff success, only the Chiefs have been more successful than the 49ers in Kyle Shanahan's tenure. So I yeah. would argue it is working. Obviously, you want to win a Super Bowl. I get that, and I'm with you. But I don't think you throw the baby out with the bathwater if they don't win on Sunday. Did you just call Brock Purdy a baby? Well, no, but <laughs> he uh, he is a baby face. I'll say that. Um, Brock and Christian McCaffrey, by the way, both finished top five in the MVP voting I believe McCaffrey was third and Purdy was fourth, which is just absurd that you could Who have. Who was second? Oh, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. You could have two of the five top five finishers in MVP. Yeah. On the same team. No, it's all scheme, you know. Right. Even though Kyle Shanahan was a distant third for coach of the year tonight. Yeah. yeah. It's all scheme, though. Wait a minute. I, that, that doesn't compute. Like the narratives are crashing together. It's all Trent Williams. You know, Trent Williams right. was the real MVP. That's why. 
Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey are so great. I do think it's hilarious that people are like, oh, yeah, Kevin Stefanski is the coach of the year because he dealt with all those quarterbacks and, you know, they got to the playoff. Meanwhile, Kyle Shanahan was down to his third string rookie quarterback last year, won 10 straight to end the regular season and didn't win coach of the year. And never has. What? Like, again, that's why, like, it's all narrative. There's so yeah. much extra stuff that goes into the stew for these awards. Well, the perfect example of narrative and recency bias with narratives is the comeback player of the year because Damar Hamlin didn't win. Joe Flacco did because, oh, he had an amazing last five games to the regular season. Mm-hmm. And he had that crazy narrative going into the playoffs, right? That's who ended up winning comeback player of the year rather than, as you said, somebody that literally came back from the dead. <laughs> right? Like He died. He died and came back and played this year. Now, he didn't play much. and I know he's not a superstar, but to me, that's more, way more impressive than Joe Flacco coming back from sucking. Like, let's be honest. I hate that they do that for comeback player of the year. Oh, you were terrible, and now you were good. Yeah, congratulations. That's the job. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, by the way, Strawberry React says Dak Prescott was second for MVP and Josh Allen was fifth. So Josh Allen got a first place vote for MVP, but I guess ultimately didn't finish uh, second in the standings. I apologize. I can't I can't watch the award ceremony, so I didn't see that. You lied to me. Yeah. Well. That's it. I'm out of here tomorrow. Deion Sanders believes Brock Purdy is the best story in football over the last two decades. Wow. No, well, you know what that translates to. Brock Purdy is the best story in the NFL since I retired. <laughs> That's what it translates to. Did he retire in 2004? He retired early 2000s. Christian McCaffrey on winning the Offensive Player of the Year. Quote, it's not just an award for me, but an award for the entire offense and my teammates who have gotten me to this point. Yeah. Thanks, Christian. Like, he's nice guy, team guy. Like, yeah. But, yeah, I could tell you that that speech was not going to, uh, you know, set anybody's heart on fire shout out to john veen new youtube channel member we appreciate that don't go watch the barrels interview yet this is our time that's right. i don't like the way you say it you've got to say it the way i say it otherwise it's not fun if i'm gonna say it the way that you say it then you just say it well maybe i should this is our time see it's, you gotta you gotta emphasize the hour i'll emphasize whatever i want well yeah you you're free to do that you just won't be funny that's fine <laughs> I'll emphasize this uh, finger I'm giving you behind the table. <laughs> so Patrick Willis looks like he's here in Vegas because uh, 49ers, uh, NBC Sports Bay Area just tweeted him. He's wearing like a red suit and people mm. are dapping him up in the hallway somewhere. I don't know. Nice. Did he give a speech? I, I have no idea. But yeah. uh, Patrick, we are in the Luxor Tell room. <laughs> no, I'm not going to give our room away. By the way, um, the rest of the members of the 2024 Hall of Fame class, Patrick Willis, Julius Peppers, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Randy Gratishier, Steve McMichael, and Dwight Freeney. That's a hell of a defensive class right there. Yeah, it's a bunch of Hall of Famers and then Devin Hester. Oh, no. Hester should be in. He's the best returner of all time. Yeah, he's a returner because he couldn't be a good enough DB or wide receiver. That's okay. When you're the That's best what, ever that, at no. what you do, you should be in the Hall of Fame. There are kickers in the Hall of Fame. So where's our gunner? Where's the best gunner? Don't worry. Uh, Slater from the Patriots, he's getting in the Hall of Fame. You think so? Didn't Steve Tasker get in the Hall of Fame? I don't I, know if Steve I Tasker I don't think he did. did. There was a big push to get him in, but he yeah. didn't because, oh, he was on special teams because he couldn't be a starter on offense or defense. Full White's YouTube channel member says Devin Hester should have been first ballot. Um, Antonio says, I agree with Levin. So it's, uh, we got to fight in the chat. Yeah. We, we got one smart person and one not. I'll, I'll let you all figure out who that is. Yeah. Bobby says, <laughs> kind of like this show, you know? Yeah. Thanks. The members were brought up on stage. So that makes sense. Ah. If, if you're there, isn't that kind of a clue that you made the whole thing? Well, they probably hide them. Right, but like I, I seriously the dial and go, okay, all finalists right, come out, right. and only a handful of you are getting in. Sorry. The rest of you are here for no reason. Womp womp. <laughs> yeah, that would not be cool. I think Patrick Willis will give a pretty good Hall of Fame speech, but you're right. We maybe have to uh take the trip out of Canton, Ohio. My son would love to go visit the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Is your son into uh roller coasters and such? No mm, little. The largest theme or the most roller coasters of any theme park is about 20 minutes from the hall of fame 
in Sandusky, Ohio. It's Cedar, called Cedar Point. So we could make like a, a double whammy type trip. That would be very cool. John Veen says, I've been a member for six plus months. Just Michelle, upgraded, you're invited too. Which everyone should do. <laughs> Thank you, John. I appreciate it. You can enjoy the Matt Barrows interview after we get done with our live stream. We really appreciate that. Um, yeah. Shahari Evans did not get in. No. Drew Brees case that he made to you this morning did not work. He was like, he was the best guard in football for seven years. I was like, okay, that's a pretty good argument. I mean, he, he had a legitimate argument to be the best guard in football for a solid, like, five years, I would say. I think, I think he made, like, three or four all-pro teams, but this is not a Saints show, so. By the way, somebody, uh, I forget who said it in the chat. Uh, there we go, Strawberry Fields. Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy did win yep. the FedEx Air and Ground uh, Players of the Year. Slightly less prestigious than the uh, the actual NFL awards, but nonetheless, congratulations to them. Yes, and uh, yeah, that, that's why Drew was talking to us. He was there to announce, like we actually saw the trophy. He announced. We it. saw a couple of trophies today. We saw the yes. Rookie of the Year trophy with C.J. Stroud because he walked by. Did you notice he wasn't carrying it though? He had somebody else to carry it. Well, I found it funny because it hadn't been announced that he's the Rookie of the Year yet. That's true. Yeah, yeah. he's walking around with him. Uh, Chris Waddell says, I do miss the obligatory, you're muted, this week. <laughs> I didn't screw that up. Uh, no, no. Ryan Hinsley has you covered. He was muted? He was muted, and yes. I called him out, and I said, hey, I'm used to it. I do a show with Rob. <laughs> Levin joined uh, Ryan Hensley from the hallway across from the media workroom yeah. today. Yeah, and the whole time, if anybody was, like, walking briskly up, I would, like, look up at him because I was just – I was convinced somebody from the NFL was going to come over and be like, you're not allowed to record here. What are you doing? Well, technically you weren't recording. You weren't the one recording. Well, yeah, but I mean, there, there was no rule against it. There's no signs posted. We saw people doing it the day before. Yeah. And so we we're like, you know what? Why don't we just bring it there? Because we were going to like, it was going to be like, we finished an interview and I was going to try to race back to the hotel room in time. But then we saw other people recording from these chairs that had tables, you know, right outside Radio Row. And I was like, I'm just going to do it there. The... Media people get very prickly if you do any sort of broadcast yeah. inside the media workroom, even yeah. though the media workroom is yeah. massive. Yeah. So explain the, 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 dif the difference between the two. There's Radio Row. That's where all the shows are being recorded. Everybody's got a booth. It's a madhouse. It's loud as heck in there. You better have professional mics because otherwise nobody will be able to hear you speak. Then there, right across the hallway, or I guess down a set of stairs, is the media workroom. And that's more for like your writers. And so everybody's in there either editing their videos with headphones on or they're in there writing, taking down their notes, doing that type of work. And that's a pretty quiet room. Yes, because everyone just hunkered down. And even if you're like, I was trying to edit some interviews in there and I was very conscious of like, let me lower the volume. And then eventually uh, another producer gave me some headphones. Uh, so that was very cool. But yeah, that you're not supposed to broadcast in there and they get very... Although when I walked in uh, after talking to Hensley, there was... Literally, somebody directly across from you doing a show. Oh, really? Yeah, they were doing a show. He had his computer up front, and the two of them were sitting there talking. I didn't even notice. They were talking quietly into a mic. Here's what I noticed. Levin and I had to leave to go do Matt Barrows, and all of a sudden, I turn around, and he wasn't behind me. And I look, and this beautiful woman is talking to him. And I'm like, what is this gorgeous woman doing, wasting her time talking to Levin Black? Turns out, she oh, wanted to know where he got okay. his Starbucks coffee. I had no idea what you were talking about, because what had happened was, you went to leave, and I actually went down the road to talk to Brad Graham and say hey to him, and then she stopped me on my way back, and I thought you were describing Brad Graham that way at first. I was like, where is he going with this? I like how you were like, you weren't going to stop me, though. You were just going to let I was me like, flounder. Is he making a joke here? Where is this going? And then I remembered, yeah. I, I So the media were I, – I do not understand the NFL. This is – look. Okay, first world problems. Right. I'm just going to say it right off the top. But the media lives off of coffee. For some reason, the NFL doesn't even have snacks out. They they literally they fill up a cooler once at the start of the day with water. When it's empty, they do not refill it. And they bring coffee out, but they only bring it out during breakfast. And when breakfast is gone, they take all the coffee away, and there's no coffee anywhere. And the problem with that is, is there's nowhere to get coffee anywhere you have to leave the press area go stand in line at the nearest starbucks which is like five minutes away wait 15 20 minutes to get through line 
get your coffee, and then go all the way back through security and everything to get back in. So if you want a cup of coffee, you better have at least a half hour window to go get it. When you say first world problems, like hearing you describe that, oh, the, the coffee place was fine. I know, but away. like everybody lives off of coffee and like you literally can't get any anywhere in the media area. Yeah, it was, I was surprised. It, it's weird. And they did have like one booth that was like Visit Vegas booth that had had coffee in previous days. I went there first to get coffee and they're like, oh, we ran out. I'm like, how do you, how do you run out of coffee? You you just go buy a, a can of coffee. What do you mean? <laughs> Uh, I was so disappointed. <laughs> going back to our earlier conversation about possibly changing quarterbacks if the Niners lose, Chris Waddell said Kirk Cousins is a free agent. Maybe he'll do a cheap ring chase deal. No. Before you, when you, you can say that, but just keep in mind, Kirk Cousins has never played on a deal that wasn't fully guaranteed. Like Kirk Cousins is an NFL business all star. He's he absolutely put out the blueprint for what every quarterback should do. Uh, they don't all do it, but he absolutely did. He played out his deal in Washington. He didn't take their low ball offers. He played on the franchise tag two years in a row, and then he hit the open market and he got a fully guaranteed deal. And then he signed another fully guaranteed deal after that. So Kirk, Kirk knows his way around the business. You might mm -hmm. not like him as a quarterback, but in terms of the business, he's a hall of famer. All right. I'm going to address this comment. Bobby war says, how annoying is 11? I feel for up very extremely. <laughs> My wife is probably still watching and is in the comments. She can tell you, yeah, I'm very annoying deal with it <laughs> antonio says not liking coffee saves me so much money i would agree with that uh, but you yeah people for, for me not liking coffee is just like I, I can't live without coffee if i don't get coffee within the first hour i wake up i start getting a migraine like yeah it's a literal yes it's called addiction i get it caffeine is a very strong drug and i've had enough in my life that there's no kicking that habit Jed York tweeted, so happy for at Patrick Willis 52. You deserve this man. Hashtag H O F. Nice to see Patrick Willis get some love. Cause I, I think that he had a short career and the Niners were bad for some of it. So I think that he's not as respected by the general fan base as he should be. And obviously this mm -hmm. will help with that. Yeah, I, I want to Nick Gellard hear it, which is a YouTube member. I think that's a very good question. How many hall of famers are on the 49ers currently? Trent Williams for one for sure is a lock right uh I think that Christian McCaffrey is going to go to the Hall of Fame that one is very much up in the air he's had too many injuries and running back is like a very loaded you got to have an amazing career to get in like he, people argue against Frank Gore and he's third all time <laughs> I think Christian McCaffrey's going to get in but okay you want to put him in the maybe column let's go Trent Williams definitely yeah let's go Kittle is in the maybe He's got yeah. a little bit more to do. Yeah, he's got I would say do. he's much closer than Christian McCaffrey. These last couple of years have really helped Kittle in that yeah. regard. You can't say Debo yet. Ayuk, you can't say yeah, that about. Yeah, it's not a conversation yet. Bosa, he's not a lock yet. Bosa's on, on the right track. He's definitely on the track, though. But he's just yeah. got to keep doing what he's doing. But, but like, if he stopped playing If he right has now, five more big years, like five more 10-plus sack seasons, not even, like, defensive player of the year years. I'm just talking about five more Pro Bowl caliber years, he's in. If he stops right now, though, he's not. No, and that's kind of no, the litmus yeah. test that I'm using. Right. Um, nobody else. Nobody. If they this if they stopped right now, nobody. Eric, yeah. Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave, Mooney Ward. Fred, Fred Warner's probably the next closest, and he's not there yet. Nope. Dre Greenlaw, no. Poor Dre Greenlaw can't get any recognition. And now that's a real debate. Who is the closest after Trent Williams? Because I would say Fred Warner. Uh, I think Fred Warner's two or three more Pro Bowl caliber years to be in it. But then again, like, here's the thing. Middle linebackers exploded. And look at how long it took Willis to get in. Right. Willis took a while to get in, but you got, like, Luke Keekley didn't retire that long ago. Mm -hmm. He's playing in the same year as Bobby Wagner, and Bobby Wagner has a ton of all pros. Like there's going to be some fatigue there of middle linebackers, I think, going on by the time he's up. And that's a that's a thing with the Hall of Fame voters as well. You end up having to wait. Uh, Bobby War says nobody has played long enough. I like this comment from Zaredan One on Twitch. Shout out to the Twitch fam. We love you. Wishnowski down the road. <laughs> if only there wasn't penalties, you know, and he could get those, you know, lumberjack hits and just nail a guy. Hashtag fourth round punter, Mitch Wishnowski. Make sure we yeah. throw that in the chat. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, we talk about all the like these great players that the 49ers have, but when you say, like, all right, how many are going to make the Hall of Fame right now? It's just Trent. Yeah. I do think that Brock will eventually get in. I do think that 
if Kittle has a few more good years, I think he'll get in. Although I don't know, tight ends kind of exploded too. The, the his reputation as a blocker, the fact that he's yeah. a media darling, yeah, helps. that helps. It yeah. absolutely helps. Now going back to the Wisnowski comment, I just had a random thought on this. Are the Niners the only team in the NFL that have a kicker and punter that they personally drafted? Oh, I, I would I say it's highly likely because punters don't get drafted much. And most of the time when the punters are drafted, four years later, they're not paying that punter and they're moving on. I know they're the only team that has a kicker and a punter that were drafted higher than their quarterback. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh, Chris Waddell has on the trajectory, Brock Purdy needs 12 or so more years of this type of production and he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, yeah, that's actually pretty accurate. Brisby Life says Antonio Gates didn't get in tonight. Yeah, I saw that. And Antonio Gates is no question a hall of fame more touchdowns yeah. than any tight end in I, NFL I think this history. was one of those catch-up years yeah I, yeah where they said okay we're not doing any first ballot guys there's too many guys that have been waiting that should have been in uh dave 18 184 infantry youtube channel member says what you talking about willis hall of fame oh i should have <sighs> read that better should have read that better uh, you know what it was i didn't read it ahead of time and then once i was getting through it i was like this is not how you're supposed to say that what you talking about, Will? Thank you. All right. Sorry about that. Look, it's it's been a long week. All right. What do you want from me? Yeah, you had to spend it with me. It's true. Like all of it with you. Like we have not left each other's company except for an hour. Very today. brief. Yeah, very brief moments. It's been a weird, long, hard week that I will oh, never fully just, tell you about. That's a oh man, that's just a terrible way to describe two guys being together for long periods of time. What can I tell you? Aaron says, thank you guys for your work at Ground Zero this week. Hope you both have safe travels back home. Thank you very much. We still have a couple things to do. I'm still going to do um, Gold Diggers with Michelle tomorrow morning. We're actually going to bump that up a little because I'm worried about getting to the airport on time. Fun fact, <laughs> Levin and I have not been able to eat breakfast all week. <laughs> yeah. So, fun fact. Uh, I just have this, like, it's not, you know, it's not real money. It's just a game I, I play on my phone when I'm bored out of my mind. It's a slot game, but it's actually owned. It's a slot game run by MGM. So when you spend time on it, you gain these points. Then at the actual casinos here in Vegas, you can use to get freebies. So I wanted, there was a $100 free play freebie that I went to cash in. Turns out you have to be the primary person on the reservation, which Rob is because the business reserved it. And so they wouldn't give it to me, but she felt bad. So she gave me a voucher for two people to get breakfast. I got that on Monday. We have not been able to utilize it yet. Nope. Uh, your wife says Rob is lucky he doesn't have to live with Levin 365 days a year. Well, neither do you because I've been gone for four well, days. You know what I'll say to that? You married him. That That's on you. I mean, in all honesty, you didn't win a church <laughs> raffle. death do us part, as I've told her many times when you she's annoyed with me. You didn't win a church raffle to end up with Levin Black. I mean, he's the one you chose. Uh, Mr. <laughs> J says Andre Johnson or Antonio Gates. 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 I, I love Andre Johnson, but Gates is legitimately top three at his position all time. Andre Johnson is not. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, your wife says 10 years of marriage this week. Yeah, full disclosure, um, this could not have been worse timing for me. Uh, not only do I have big things going on at my day job, uh, my 10, 10th year anniversary is literally the day after the Super Bowl, which win or lose, uh, I'm not getting sleep that night. <laughs> before so uh, i'm gonna be tired and i'm either gonna be pissed all to hell because they lost or i'm gonna be distracted because i'm wanting to read every little nugget and soak it in so yeah all these little things come out when you win the super bowl like remember when the of course you remember when the chiefs beat the niners right we we know the no win. i've completely forgotten I know. well some people black it out but like we know some people don't go and rewatch it because they're not crazy and watch it over and over again yes yes i do do that um <sighs> We know the name of the play on third and 15, right? Wasp. And we know what yeah. went into it, what was said on the sideline. Like you learn all the little nitty gritty, which is awesome if your team wins. But if they lose, it's like somebody just dumping salt into the wound. So, you know, actually, there, there's one thing I'm very grateful for this week. We have been so busy that we haven't been able to like watch any TV or any coverage from anybody else. Yep which means I have not seen the replay of that damn holding play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's kind of taken our mind off of like thinking about the actual game, which can twist your stomach into knots. Uh, your wife is commenting, I'm staying away from Levin. He can text you his emotions. I'm sure we'll be texting frequently. Um, I like her. So that's a cookie that was bought. 
um, her, her little uh, logo there is. It, do you, did you read it? Can you see it? No, I can't. It says, I tolerate you. <laughs> but it's in the shape of a heart. That, that's an accurate statement. <laughs> uh, last thing before we go, I needed to pick out gifts for my wife and my kids. And my son had told me yesterday that he wants something with the Super Bowl logo right. on it. But I was hesitant to buy it because if they lose, you don't want a memory of that. And that's what that Super Bowl sweatshirt would be. So I talked to my son tonight and I said, hey, Thomas, are you sure you want a Super Bowl logo? Because if they lose, you might not like it anymore. He goes, no, they're winning. So yeah. that's it. I got to get something. With oh, ye of little life experience. <laughs> uh, I may or may not have a actually, I think I've probably thrown it away recently after the move to North Dakota. But uh, for 10 years, I may or may not have owned a football that eventually got deflated. That was like one of those nice. I think it cost me like fifty dollars. I bought it in New Orleans during the, the Baltimore game. It was like branded with the two teams facing each other. And, you know, all the details of the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl logo. And then they lost. And I said, why the hell did I buy something with the Super Bowl on it? I'll never do that again. And I haven't. Mm -hmm. I will not buy anything before a Super Bowl is had that has the Super Bowl logo on. Chris Waddell, YouTube channel member. Thanks for the super chat. Know any more about the fire alarms in the 49ers hotel? Yes. yes. Somebody pulled a fire alarm at the Niners hotel. They did not have to evacuate. This was early in the morning. Yeah. But it did ring for what originally was reported as 10 minutes. And Tabor Pepper chimed in on Twitter and said, no, it was 18 minutes, actually. But who's counting? So <laughs> uh, it happens every year. Yeah. Nick Bosa said, thankfully, it was at 530 and not something like 2 a.m. But I did see the security for the hotel that they're staying in said they have looked at all the footage and into how it happened. And it will not happen again. Great. And what good does that do them? Well, you don't say those things unless it's true. There have been many instances where they had it every single morning. Well, that is true. Uh, Strawberry Fields, uh, Strawberry Reacts says, a member of the Chiefs clearly pulled it or could have been a Raiders fan. We don't know. Uh, Strawberry Reacts also says, are you going on with Michelle tomorrow? Yes, I am. We are going on at uh, 8 a.m. Pacific time. So that'll be a little earlier, but I need to finish the show, edit the show, pack up the equipment, and head to the airport. So it's going to be a day for sure a uh, last thing Levin. before we go let's answer this from john veen what are your predictions for sunday uh well i gave a prediction earlier today uh so i gotta stick with it 24 20 niners i, I do not think this is going to be uh, a game where either team can reach 30 mm -hmm. i will not be surprised at all if this is a game that's like 17 14 i think it's a defensive battle uh, i wouldn't be surprised at all i, I agree i don't think it's going to be high scoring the prediction i gave when I got put on the spot a few days ago, it was 27-24. But the more I think about it, I think that's too too much offense in the game. I think your score is pretty much right on the money. Uh, I think they're going to do it. I think Brock is really going to go. He's going to be on a mission. I think he is not frazzled by any of this. I really don't. He's I think not. I think he's anxious to go and play. I don't think he's nervous. I don't think he's intimidated by he's having to He's locked in. Yes. Even in the like media sessions. You can see it on his face, especially the opening night. He is like locked in, like I'm in game mode already. Yes. Um, and Kyle Shanahan today said that Brock's practice was absolutely unbelievable, that he's like pumped up and ready to go. I, I think they're going to do it. I think that he's the missing element that they did not have the last time they played the Chiefs. I think they got it. And I think we're getting six on Sunday. And I'm just sad that we only have one more game and then we have this long break of no football. Yeah. It's, I mean, this my, my, I'm sure my wife is very sad about that too. <laughs> the ride that this season has been like, this has been an incredible. I've said this before the ride this year has been for you. Yes. In particular. If you, insane. if you had told me last January when I got laid off that a year from then I was going to be in the site of the Super Bowl covering it for the team with a credential for my own company that didn't exist, I would have never believed you. But that literally is exactly what happened. And it's a credit to, you and everyone that has helped me along the way. And there have been many, many people, but especially you, uh, especially this week, I could not have done it without you. Well, I was going to make a, a joke at your expense, but now I can't. Yes. See, I totally I was going to say, you. if you, if you told me that I was going to spend five days in a hotel room with you a, a year ago, I would have <laughs> never believed you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, your wife says who will cry more if they win Levin or Rob, I won't cry. 
I will have the opposite. It'll be excitement. It will be pure no, joy. Then it's going to be me, probably. So I'm, I'm a Cub, or I was a Cubs fan. I've kind of given them up because I do not like the current owners at all. But all my childhood, I was a Cubs fan. Big Cubs fan. I've been to Wrigley at this point probably 10 times. Uh, the, when they won the championship in 2016, I, I didn't cry, but I literally was like just stuck in it. I, <laughs> I just sat there with like mind almost blank. You know what I mean? Like locked into, I can't believe this has happened type thing. And yes, my eyes were watery, but I don't think I actually had it. My wife would have to tell you, but the tear didn't actually leave. Well, that there. game was just the way the game ended. You know, it ended on, they lost the lead in the bottom of the eighth and then they came back and won it. Uh, so it was just a, a roller coaster right up into the end type game. I do not want that for this one. Well, enjoy. I'll the- accept it if they win, but <laughs> of course, enjoy the game, everybody. Obviously, Michelle and I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, this is eleven. This is our last show of, of Super Week because we're not doing a show on That's Friday. True. We've been streaming live every day. No, no, we're gonna do it during our. Well, you don't have a layover. Yeah. I was gonna say we'll do it from our opposite or airports wherever we land that during would be a layover. Cool, actually, <laughs> if my flight gets delayed, I'll text you. Um, but check out the YouTube channel, please. If you're new, if this is your first time watching. Thank you very much. We've got a ton of interviews and content on our YouTube channel. Uh, we've got Mike Golick Jr. and Drew Brees and Chris Sims and Max Crosby and Mina Kimes and Kevin Clark and did you say I? Did I forget anybody? I don't I'm even know sure at this point. Did. Matt Barrows is gonna is gonna drop tomorrow, so please go and check that out. Rate, review, and follow the Gold Standard Podcast. Enjoy the game. We will be live immediately after the game for the Instant Reaction Show. Good, bad, ugly, hell or high water. We will be live with it's you. Gonna be ugly because I'll be there. <laughs> well, you'll be and you'll be crying probably one way or the other. Let's be honest. No, so. see, I I will be irate. <laughs> I I will be fluctuating between irate and just like overly depressed if they lose well i don't think they're gonna i think i think it's gonna be a very very good day on let's hope for your son that they don't yes because otherwise he has a pointless whatever you end up buying him that's true (laughs) enjoy the rest of your night everybody go niners